it ruins my mood on Sunday brunch when I'm looking on the menu and they're still touting uh, egg white omelet as something to be in the uh, in the health category. Welcome to the Be Rad Podcast, where we explore ways to pursue peak performance with passion throughout life without taking ourselves too seriously. I'm Brad Kearns, New York Times bestselling author, former number three world-ranked professional triathlete, and Guinness World Record Masters athlete. I connect with experts in diet, fitness, and personal growth and deliver short breather shows where you get simple, actionable tips to improve your life right away. Let's explore beyond the hype, hacks, shortcuts, and sciency talk to laugh, have fun, and appreciate the journey. It's time to be rad. I'm pleased to present B-Rad Grass-Fed Whey Protein Isolate Superfuel, the absolute highest quality all-natural protein supplement infused with creatine that delivers everything you need to optimize your appetite for fat loss, recover quickly from workouts, and build and maintain lean muscle mass, the single most important attribute for aging gracefully. Our protein comes directly from small family farms in America's dairy land of Wisconsin. It's cold processed and micro filtered for maximum bioavailability and digestibility. So please don't mess with the many cheap commodity protein supplements that are ineffective, inferior, less pure, and often contain junk sweeteners, especially the plant-based offerings that are vastly less bioavailable than the gold standard of protein supplements that's whey protein isolate. Whether you're in your peak athletic years looking to grow and recover or in the older age groups trying to delay aging and decline, whey and creatine are widely agreed to be the most critical and effective supplements to take for the rest of your life. You can easily stir the superfuel in water or make a delicious smoothie every day. I'm certain that you're going to love the pleasant, light, natural vanilla bean and cocoa bean flavors. So try some on Amazon today. It's a huge hit with dozens of five-star reviews. Or you can order direct from bradnutrition.com with our buy three, get one free, and make the super fuel a centerpiece of your daily routine. Welcome to Breather Show. Let's title it, Are Carbs Cool Again? Indeed, carbs have been highly demonized, and rightfully so in many ways, by the ancestral health movement. And that's because our general modern lifestyle pattern is to have a disastrously excessive consumption of many forms of nutrient-deficient processed carbs, mainly the refined grains and sugars and all the processed packaged frozen foods that are made with these agents, all produced in a factory and very distant from the natural nutritious carbs that are offered up by the earth. So when we're examining the standard American or the standard Western diet and putting it under the microscope of the ancestral model and the evolutionary health model that kicks off the wonderful primal paleo ancestral health movement that is now going strong for nearly two decades. And centerpiece focus was to demonize all those processed carbs that are going into our body and wreaking havoc. You've probably heard of the carb insulin model of obesity, where the uh, the incidence of metabolic syndrome, obesity, type 2 diabetes, and many cancers and heart diseases were blamed on 
this condition of hyperinsulinemia driven largely by the consumption of too many carbs, producing too much insulin on a chronic manner your whole life. Uh, now there's some additional elements with emerging science bringing into focus things like the refined industrial seed oils and their tremendous contribution to insulin resistance. So the carb insulin model of obesity is, I guess you could call it slightly oversimplified. And there's a lot of other problems besides just consuming too many carbs in general and in total. So in this show, I want to talk about the distinction between nutrient deficient processed carbs that can wreak havoc with your metabolism and your overall health and the natural nutritious carbs that have uh, an assortment of health performance and longevity benefits. So we can definitely examine uh, the refined grains and realize, even though we've been told to eat a grain-based diet and even the the plant-based community is still uh, touting this as an attribute that you're uh, emphasizing a lot of whole grains in your diet, it's super important to understand that these grains have very minimal nutrition in comparison to the truly nutrient-dense foods of the planet, which are uh, by and large, mostly found in the uh, the animal-based foods. Uh, you can download my handy-dandy single-page PDF called the Carnivore Scores Food Rankings Chart, and you'll see a tiered ranking system of the most nutritious foods on Earth, uh, starting at the top with the true superfoods, such as liver, oysters, salmon eggs, and also up there, we have uh, animal organs, grass-fed beef, pasture-raised eggs, oily cold water fish. Uh, we're all familiar with how those are highly ranked, especially when you source the animal foods properly. Uh, but the plant-based movement is touting uh, the plant superstars, uh, at, often at the expense of acknowledging, objectively speaking, when you have a laboratory and a microscope and a nutrient analysis, you can Google things like, uh, a slice of liver versus kale and see the relative comparison of the micronutrient content, there's absolutely no contest. So indeed, uh, whole grains have uh, more nutritional profile than refined grains. So you're going to get more of this or that in the brown rice or the whole grain bread, as opposed to the white refined stuff. You're also getting higher doses of the anti-nutrients that can cause problems that I'll talk about shortly. But if you look at, uh, zoom out on the big picture comparison and realize that the animal-based foods are the most nutrient-dense and have been so for 2 million years of human evolution and are largely acknowledged to be the primary reason that we split off and branched away from our ape cousins. For example, the gorilla today spending 11 hours chewing shoots and leaves and other plants to get uh, nutrition for that tiny brain, while we, uh, over time, gained access through uh, intelligence and hunting skills to the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet, which are the animal foods and the prey that we found and the, uh, the marine life and so forth. Okay, so there's our quick lesson in evolutionary biology and coming back to the subject uh, looking at that bigger picture and realizing that these colorful, nutritious carbs that are in their most wholesome form have a variety of health benefits, and especially that distinction, easy to digest, where we can uh, shortly talk about the problems with some of the most nutritious plant foods that happen to be high in natural toxins that can cause problems in a lot of people. Uh, but those natural, nutritious, easy to digest foods, starting with 
Yep, you guessed it. One of the quintessential foods of human evolution, it would be fresh fruit. We also have honey as an excellent source of nutrition and carbohydrate energy. And we have a whole category of soaked, sprout, and fermented plant foods, which by doing so, uh, neutralize the concerns that we have about the natural plant toxins. So as we second guess the worshiping of the plant-based diet as the ultimate uh, nutritious diet, uh, the gold standard for a human who's really woke and planetary conscious. I have a lot of shows and content about how some of those misnomers have entrenched themselves into marketing dogma, uh, the sustainable farm that has regenerative agriculture, uh, whereby the, the, the cattle are out there actually uh, minimizing carbon emissions and doing a good job uh, keeping that carbon footprint uh, low, even though it's an animal-based food. And then the uh, monocropping and the widespread plant agriculture, industrialized agriculture, indeed contributes to uh, the greenhouse gas concerns uh, at a level extremely similar to uh, plant-based uh, agriculture and uh, concentrated animal feeding operations. None of that stuff's good, and that's why you want to choose as wisely as possible. You're going to be looking for organic sources of plant food and uh, sustainably raised sources of animal foods and fish. So uh, I've, I've emphasized how the animal-based foods have vastly more nutrient density. And then um, I told you to Google that slice of liver versus kale. You can also consider things like using raw milk uh, direct from the farm, very difficult to find in stores, but raw milk versus a soy milk or an almond milk, which has a lot of concerns about plant toxins and adverse processing methods and vastly less nutritional value than raw milk, which by the way, studies show that um, people who consume raw milk with all the cofactors present rather than being pasteurized or homogenized and uh, d diminishing some of that nutritional value and that digestibility, even people who are lactose intolerant, like 80% of them, had no problem digesting true raw milk. Uh, just a quick comparison. You can go down the list and think about the nutritional profile of an egg versus garbage like egg whites, egg beaters, products like that. Look on a menu. It is so, it, it ruins my mood on Sunday brunch when I'm looking on the menu and they're still touting uh, egg white omelet as something to be in the uh, in the health category or the increased consciousness category than a poor slob who's ordering a regular old omelet. And the yolk of the egg is where you get the incredible nutrient density. Actually, it's one of the uh, essential life forces of the planet, right? You're consuming an egg, so it has everything you need uh, to thrive as an organism. And the white part of the egg is simply a source of protein pretty good quality protein, not as good as whey or some of the things you can get from other sources. But uh, when you're consuming egg whites, you're basically missing out on the vast majority of the micronutrient benefits. Um, oh, we can go into the comparison of Beyond Meat. That's a brand of uh, nasty, heavily processed uh, agents that are meant to look and taste like meat. Uh, Mark Sisson says it's the, the worst thing ever invented and the greatest marketing scam in the history of human uh, diet. And that's a pretty accurate statement there. And if you pick up the package of Beyond Meat at the grocery store and look at the ingredients, we're talking about water, pea protein, expeller-pressed canola oil, refined coconut oil, rice protein, natural flavors, which if you've heard my breather show about that, that's code word for chemical enhanced artificial flavoring, 
they also have dried, reese, co dried yeast, coconut butter, uh, methyl cellulose, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, uh, potato starch, salt, potassium chloride, beet juice color, apple, pomegranate extracts, uh, lecithin, vinegar, lemon juice concentrate. But the key ingredients there, the pea protein and the expeller press canola oil can <laughs> definitely be placed in the category of highly offensive. The problem is, and oh, why not take it from the source, going to their own website, how they describe the processing of their product, uh, rather than me saying the problems with heating up and uh, messing with a natural source of protein, for example, whatever's contained in the pea. Instead, you want to beat it up with heat and high temperature processing methods. Sometimes chemical solvents are used, and that's how you get this end product that has uh, a high protein content. So when you're looking at the plant-based proteins on the shelf in a jar or in something like Beyond Meat, you are getting, by and large, widely acknowledged to be a vastly inferior and less digestible source of protein than when you get something directly from a, a, a true animal-based protein source like an egg, like a steak, or a well-prepared, uh, well-manufactured whey protein, uh, such as the, the B-Red Superfuel that comes directly from uh, the byproducts of making cheese from grass-fed cows on the beautiful farmlands of America's dairyland of Wisconsin. So a clean source of protein supplement or the high protein foods in the diet should always be emphasized. And when you're talking about Beyond Meat, whew, here's what they say. Uh, step one, gather all the usual components of meat, protein, fat, minerals, carbs, water, but from plants. Step two, apply heat, cooling, and pressure to the proteins. So they themselves admit on their homepage that they apply heat, cooling, and pressure to the proteins, which destroys their bioavailability and also generates oxidative damage to the product. So you're consuming something that is already uh, teeming with reactive oxygen species, especially when you cook it yourself. Oh, sorry. Number three, bite into a better meal. Yeah, it's really that simple. Uh, I don't want to get too much on the soapbox there, but suffice it to say a fake source of protein or a fake source of meat is not just going to be uh, a, a, a no win. A, 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 it's not going to be a victory. It's also going to be a huge loss and potential uh, way to destroy your health. Okay. Uh, moving on to another important topic, the, uh, the rise of the carnivore movement and the healing experience by people restricting plant foods has revealed that there are these natural plant toxins that can cause an assortment of problems to sensitive people. That's my qualifier here. And that might mean a lot of people. We're talking about digestive, autoimmune, and inflammatory conditions. And interestingly, this is the new information that's come forth in the last several years of the rise of the carnivore movement. Some of the plant superstars, the plant foods that are lauded as having the highest health and nutritional benefits, also contain the highest levels of these anti-nutrients. So anything raw is going to be in the problematic category if they're uh, in naturally high in plant toxins. When you cook, soak, sprout, or ferment plant foods, you neutralize the concerns about the toxins to the extent that they can be widely edible with very minimal concerns. Uh, same with fruit being the end product, the end offering of the plant is designed to be consumed and therefore has very low uh, concerns about plant toxins and reactivity. Uh, on the contrary, things like uh, a leafy green salad with raw greens, a kale smoothie with raw kale in it, uh, things like raw nuts, uh, cruciferous vegetables, these things are potentially big trouble for sensitive people. 
And we're all familiar with the concept of how plant toxins uh, cause problems in the digestive tract and throughout the body. Uh, everyone knows about the uh, widespread concerns about gluten and people with peanut allergies, dairy allergies, and so forth. But the high toxin load that's found in the colorful bell pepper that's going in your salad or tomatoes is another category, the nightshade category that a lot of people have problems with. Um, the spinach salad with almonds are two of the foods highest in oxalates on the planet. I'll tell you about those in a little bit. Um, a kale smoothie with turmeric, other things that are bombing you with uh, things like oxalates, which is one of the categories of natural plant toxins. You can listen to my two shows with Dr. Paul Saladino, author of The Carnivore Code, and he will in, in, acquaint you with terms like oxalates, isothiocyanates, phytic acid, and many other categories of uh, plant toxins. Uh, you might have heard oxalates bantered about as becoming, getting more attention now because of the destructive effects that many people are realizing when they uh, eliminate those and, and test how they re respond. So these are, um, quoting a little bit from uh, Saladino's posts, uh, there are compound found in plant foods that can cause all sorts of problems, including uh, kidney stones. Um, Liam Hensworth got a kidney stone taken out, and he was uh, uh, following a vegan diet that many people suspect is part of the problem when you have that huge overload of raw plant foods that often come hand-in-hand -hand with trying to consume a vegan diet and get enough calories to survive. Uh, oxalates have also been associated with sleep disturbances, joint and muscle pain, neurological issues, and decreased absorption of minerals in the body. And Saladino uh, quotes some ingredients in a typical powerhouse smoothie and the milligrams of oxalates for getting a huge bomb of 1,570 milligrams in a seemingly healthy smoothie. Two tablespoons of turmeric, 730 milligrams. Two cups of spinach, 380 milligrams. A cup of almond milk, 120 milligrams. Handful of almonds, another 120. Two tablespoons of peanut butter, 60. A third of a dark chocolate bar, 160. Ooh, what a bomb. Wait a second. Did I hear dark chocolate bar? Oh, oh no. So it's one of the medium to high oxalate foods. And that brings up a really important point since I'm uh, the, the chocolate guy on the block here and been talking about it a lot. You want to determine your individual sensitivity and the level of con concerns that you should exert from consuming uh, some of the potentially problematic plant foods. So when I had my little experiment and devotion to a daily super nutrition green smoothie every morning, inspired by the viral video from uh, esteemed authority, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, where she's showing you how to uh, get a big old blender and uh, blend up massive piles of frozen raw vegetables. And so in my smoothie, dutifully following the instructions, I had raw celery, raw kale, raw spinach, uh, raw beets and raw carrots and a bunch of other stuff and would drink that thing up. And for the next several hours, reliably, I would experience some bloating in the abdomen and some transient sharp pains that would come and go for 10 seconds or what have you. And this lasted for months and months. It also happened when my friend was following the smoothie that I think I first recommended to him. And we were having a conversation one time about it. And he gave me this life-changing comment when he said, yeah, that happens a lot to me too, but the smoothie is so healthy that it's worth it. And that gave me really pause for reflection. If you're eating something that's purportedly healthy and it's causing you a direct response of a bloated abdomen and transient pain over the ensuing hours, we have a really big problem that we need to explore. 
And so I'm going to wrap up this uh, show because it's a breather show. There's so much more to talk about here and so much more content uh, with great experts like Saladino. Dr. Sean Baker was on my show too, two of the acknowledged leaders of the carnivore movement. And I think it's important to open your eyes, get away from the dogma and the marketing hype and realize that even some potentially, uh, even some lauded superfood plant foods can cause problems. And ask yourself, do you have more than occasional gas bloating and transient digestive pain? Let's test out some things in your diet and do some restriction and emphasize the plant foods that are natural, nutritious, and easy to digest, and especially um, making the devoted effort to eliminate those nutrient-deficient processed carbs. So are carbs cool again? The right ones are definitely cool, but we want to be super selective and please navigate to my free PDF download that you can get at bradkearns.com, the Carnivore Scores Food Rankings Chart. Print it out. It's beautiful. It's colorful. Put it on your refrigerator and notice uh, my recommended plant foods that have a lot of nutritional value and minimal objections to uh, the, the high dose of plant toxins that you get from things that are uh, raw and the categories like leafy greens, cruciferous, and so forth. How about that? How about some comments? Let me know if you've done some dietary modification and had some success or some great insights. Email us at podcast at bradventures.com. And thanks for listening or watching. I'm pleased to present B-Rad Grass-Fed Whey Protein Isolate Superfuel, the absolute highest quality all-natural protein supplement infused with creatine that delivers everything you need to optimize your appetite for fat loss, recover quickly from workouts, and build and maintain lean muscle mass, the single most important attribute for aging gracefully. Our protein comes directly from small family farms in America's dairy land of Wisconsin. It's cold processed and micro filtered for maximum bioavailability and digestibility. So please don't mess with the many cheap commodity protein supplements that are ineffective, inferior, less pure, and often contain junk sweeteners, especially the plant-based offerings that are vastly less bioavailable than the gold standard of protein supplements that's whey protein isolate. Whether you're in your peak athletic years looking to grow and recover or in the older age groups trying to delay aging and decline, whey and creatine are widely agreed to be the most critical and effective supplements to take for the rest of your life. You can easily stir the superfuel in water or make a delicious smoothie every day. I'm certain that you're going to love the pleasant, light, natural vanilla bean and cocoa bean flavors. So try some on Amazon today. It's a huge hit with dozens of five-star reviews. Or you can order direct from bradnutrition.com with our buy three, get one free, and make the super fuel a centerpiece of your daily routine. Thank you so much for listening to the BRAD podcast. We appreciate all feedback and suggestions. Email podcast at bradventures.com and visit bradkearns.com to download five free ebooks and learn some great long cuts to a longer life, how to optimize testosterone naturally, become a dark chocolate connoisseur, and transition to a barefoot and minimalist shoe lifestyle.